Bitches by a guy I know. He's got a few. ADC. Ooh, yeah, big ADC. Let me take you something, ADC. He watches wrestling. Matt the Mark is awesome, my Do you know your ADCs? The ADCs of wrestling. Welcome to the ADCs of wrestling. We are all out of clever introductory puns. And we are barely pundits, but we are here to chat wrestling. I'm your host, Andrew David Cox, the Weird Al of wrestling, and I am joined by the Chucky e. T to my Trent Beretta, the one, the only Matt the Mark. How you doing, Matty? I really should review this stuff before we jump online so I can nix like everything you're gonna say to start the show. <laughs> I think that your disappointed reactions are part of the show, Matty. It's become lore. It's become <laughs> ADCW lore. I feel like Matt the Mark thinks just- that. You just, ADC is corny. You just keep finding ways to disappoint me. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank God I'm not your son, you know, because uh, <laughs> I think we'd have a poor relationship. We're yelling at each other before the show. I'm trying to get you to cheer the fuck up. You're trying to get me to cheer the fuck up. We're both like, fine, I'll be fucking happy. Let's go. Let's do the show. <laughs> hey, I'm fine. sick, man. I at least have an excuse. You're just, I, I don't know what your excuse is. I mean, some people would tell me I'm sick too, Maddie. Some people would tell me I'm sick, too. In the head and a cold are very different. Well, you have a head cold. It's kind of the same. It's true, actually. it's It, it hurts me, like, right here. People can't see it, but I'm pointing right between my eyes. Yeah, that's where it actually hurts when I make bad puns, too. So <laughs> today, we're going to do an all-out preview pod. It's going to be fun to talk about some AEW. And then, of course, there's going to be some news and notes. And we're going to chat about WWE. Obvi, it's kind of what we do. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we got to talk about it, even though this week was really tough. And uh, hey, we got a really good edition of Just Two Tweets coming up. And I think there might be a few guests involved in that segment again. So that'll be fun. All right. So we can look forward to the end of the show. It's always the best part of the show, really. It's always the best part of the show. <laughs> always the best part of the show. And before we start, I do have to remind you once again to check out ProWrestlingTees.com slash ADCs of Wrestling to get your merch. On. Maddie, if you if you're down on it every time I bring it up, people are gonna be like, "Yeah, fuck you! I'm not buying a T-shirt. That's not how it works." I don't I don't like self peddling. I don't like it. Well, if the people don't that that's what it is, Maddie. That's what the pod is. If the people don't know they can buy a T-shirt, they won't buy a T-shirt. So suck it up. Fine, I won't say anything. I'll let I'll just let you do it. Yeah, that was it. It was gonna be one quick throwaway line, and you made it a thing. All right, you made it a thing. That's what I'm here for. So check out ProWrestlingTees.com slash ADCs of Wrestling <laughs> if you want to be a member of the foundation or rock the classic logo. You'll look really good, okay? All right. Maddie, why are you in such a bad mood, aside from the cold? Oh, you know, teething baby, being sick, getting the baby sick as well, not cool. sleeping. Yeah, just, cool, cool. you know, things like that. The, the best cool, part cool, cool. was that I got sick, like, the day before I went on vacation this week, so so that was fun to deal with. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, I thought I fixed my fridge yesterday, and it's not fixed, Mm-mm. and it's still building up ice in the freezer, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, I tried something last night, which I thought was totally going to fix it, and that didn't fix it, and uh, on top of that, my favorite uh, rug that we bought for the house on top of the new floors was uh, destroyed pretty promptly <laughs> and pretty quickly by my dog, and I just threw it in the garage in a fit of rage before we started the show, so... You know, we're all we're all starting even here, okay? <laughs> hey, we're just regular people. <laughs> uh, it's a miracle the pod's even happening, guys. The pod is over. The pod was over before we started today. Anyway, the biggest news of the week, I would say, is probably John Moxley being out of uh, All Out, being replaced by Pac. Yeah. So he's supposed to be called, apparently, Pac, because it's English, you know. They say Pac. Um, sure. So that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, it's his, uh, his his infection came back in his elbow, which nearly killed him while he was away from WWE. So that's uh, that's interesting news and sad because I mean, this guy was like going in real hot, red yeah, hot. Yeah, and I mean, I I think the biggest thing is when you want to make sure that obviously he's healthy and you know doesn't get super sick and all that fun stuff. But in terms of just the show itself, the show is going to be unbelievable. So it's not going to hurt it that be. much. But if you had added Moxley versus Omega, it might have been the best card we see all year. It still right. might, to be honest, even without them. So they're still gonna have a good match. They're still gonna have a good match. Oh, oh, I okay. Don't don't get me wrong. Like Pac and Omega are still gonna be freaking great. But the story that was leading up to Moxley and Omega was amazing. And if you yeah. had been watching, um, 
the road to all out the road series. to all out series they like the spots that they did in the, the little previews of their match were like it got me amped i was i was really excited yeah like the moxley vignettes like i'm trying to hurt you i'm trying to injure you and yeah. i will like all this is yeah. real life kind of stuff and then on being the elite the last episode they actually started with a, a promo that kenny was cutting on moxley and how he had pulled out of the show and they tried to make it like a kayfabe excuse kind of thing mm-hmm. and he just started like ragging on him for what he did after wwe he's like okay can, can i go to japan can i do some indies can i it was just like really funny good stuff and um i don't know they're building some pretty cool storylines um you know what could definitely make the show better would be if uh, they got enzo and Cass involved right god damn. i just briefly saw this news i think it was yesterday scrolling past it and i had to go back and see if what i read was true and I'm hoping to God that it is not and that this is just some baloney rumor. Maddie, if I had a dime for every time I said this show needed Enzo and Cass, I would have zero dimes. Oh, I get it. I see what you did there. You took what yeah. they used to say. Okay, I get it. Yeah. yeah. God damn, ADC, that was clever as fuck and you can't teach that shit. Oh, Steve, come on. Don't you start now. Shut up, all right? My fucking favorite rug got ruined today. I need a win. Steve liked the rug, too. <laughs> Had he some of his rug. blood on it from the moonsault. Give me a hell yeah for my favorite moonsault and rug. Yeah, now he's going to take harder bumps. <laughs> you can't moonsault on the floor, the basic ass floor. It's hard as fuck. I know. There's no spring in the middle to give him a little bounce. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, but anyway, there were rumors of WWE offering Enzo and Cass a contract for when NXT moves to USA. They have since denied the rumors, but who knows? Bad idea. They also denied they were going to go live like two weeks before they announced they were going live. So, yeah, yeah. The one no, thing I we will uh, say, we have no interest in those guys, not at all. Uh, signed. Um, the one thing I'll say sign? is, I've got no time for Enzo. That's fine. Cass has seemingly changed his life. I don't know if you yeah, seen he's a been with DDP, him lately. Bro. Holy Moses! The guy looks the best he's looked. I'm hoping that his physical appearance matches what maybe he fixed his, in his mental head state. as well. Yeah, so yeah. good for him if that's the case. I just I, I just can't get behind Enzo coming back. I just can't. No, no. I feel like you're rewarding bad behavior if you bring Enzo back. Uh, Cass, take it or leave it. I'm, I'm fine with him coming back and getting another shot, in my yeah. opinion, but whatever. Um, we mentioned last week that Tony Schiavone had signed with All Elite Wrestling, and he will be apparently joining the broadcast booth. For all out, so we're gonna have Not Jr. Bad. and Tony Schiavone Could and uh, Excalibur. I guess, but here's the problem for me: it's three play-by-play guys. Mm-hmm. Who's doing color mm-hmm. in this team? Like they're all gonna want to call the plays. Tony Schiavone, I mean. I guess he could do color commentary, but that's really not his thing. He's more of a broadcaster, just call the moves play-by-play. Jim Ross, he could definitely do some color commentary. That would work. Excalibur knows all the guys, all the moves, so really he could do it by himself. Uh, But it's just like (laughs) they're going for this, I don't know, this old-school nostalgia team. You know, maybe uh, it might be a little too much, man. Yeah, but maybe they switch it up and, like, JR calls one match, Shivani calls another, and Excalibur calls... You you know, like, they could do it that way. I could see Excalibur doing... Uh, more of the color stuff because he could bring in a lot of knowledge based off of just regular commentary. Yeah, but I think you need his energetic calls of the moves because he knows what everything's called. Yeah, I just I feel he's, like he's like he's like Corey Graves calling the Kinshasa. Like he's the one who yells out the names of the moves and popularizes so them. So you you need that. Very true. I I could see Jr. doing more color though because he's just a bit slower. Yeah, at, at his ripe young age. So yeah. It's hard to say. We'll see. I I don't hate the idea of having it switch, you know, halfway through. Like, JR does a couple matches, and then Tony comes in and does a couple matches, and then maybe they swap, you know, somebody else in or whatever. Like, that would be kind of a cool way to keep a show fresh. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah, and not wear out the welcome of of somebody who might be, you know, not doing uh, as well as they could be or or so on and so forth. Um, You know, if they broadcast this shit in standard def, I'm going to feel like I'm watching 99 era. It'll be the greatest event in the history of our great sport, Manny. They're trying to put some butts in the seats. It's going to be great. Uh, hey, also, quick uh, shout out to Finn Balor. He got hitched. Yeah, he got congrats, married. man. And Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch got engaged. So yeah, also congrats. There's a lot happening. Guys. I somehow left that out of news and notes, but that's probably like actually the biggest story of the week. Everybody's just been <sighs> raging about Seth and Becky getting engaged. Who cares? Yeah, I don't know. I don't like, I mean, good for them. They They have a personal life. Awesome. Yep. Very awesome. Anyways. 
All right. Let's talk about this week in wrestling. You tapping in and wrestling this week. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, thank you, Steve. Uh, have you been watching the All Out series like we talked about earlier? Yes. You, uh, yeah. I hadn't. And then you told me, hey, man, you got to watch this. And gosh darn, am I ever glad I did. Yeah. It was Some good stuff, way better right? than I expected. The I know. Production vol- value was unbelievable. If this is the type of stuff we can expect for AEW, I am very excited. Yeah, you're like, I don't know if I have time to like they're all 10-minute videos. How am I supposed to watch all these? I'm like, dude, just trust me. Like if you just start it's only watching like 45 one, minutes though. Like cuz there are a couple like two 3-minute videos, 5-minute videos, but yeah. it's so good. And they're all they're all different in their own way. So like it, a lot of them focus on different subjects and stuff. So if you start watching one, you're usually okay to just kind of watch it through to the end because you get sucked in like when I got into that Sean Spears interview oh, with uh, with JR, so good. I was just fully sucked in. Like yeah. tractor beam just sucked me right in and I was I was down. I'm like, this this is good storytelling. And just going deep I know we knew the storyline about how he called him a good hand and yep. that that's, you know, not something you like. But having him and like bringing in Tully and having Tully explained as like a good hand is just, you know, a, a faithful worker who just kind of tags along yep. and does his job. Um then like the contract signing thing was kind of fun, bringing in the lawyer as a character and talking about how she's like, this is different in wrestling. Like nobody's ever in the same room signing stuff. Like we just do things electronically now. So it was almost like a funny <laughs> tongue in cheek throwaway line. Like, yeah, we know it's silly that yeah. we do contract signings, but here's a one a one line explanation. But I like the way um, they did it too, right? Because they don't have a weekly show to have some bull crap in the center of the ring that always breaks out into a fight. This was awesome. Like yeah. Cody Rhodes shows up late, walks in, <laughs> signs it, doesn't care, and leaves. Like, it was awesome. I thought that was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. And, it, yeah, it's not a confrontation. It's just Cody being like, no, it's fine. And she's like, what? There, there was, like, a one a one last minute. I don't care. She's like, whatever. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> he's, he's big league in them. It's awesome. Who do you think he brings important. to the ring? I think it's Arn. You think so? I think so? Arn's the only one that Ooh. makes sense. You got Arn and Tully on, on either side of the ring. It's sort of got that old school association with it. I mean, That's like, cool. Dustin, we've seen. One of the Bucks, not a big deal. Yeah. Like Ric Flair would be like another horseman, but he's not really part of AEW. I'd say it's Anderson. That's that's that, my best. That might be guess. a good call. That might be a good call. Yeah. I hadn't. Did you have an inkling even, either way? No, I just I was the only thought I had was God. I hope it's not Brandy. Like I hope it's just something different. <laughs> yeah, N- nothing against Brandy. By like just hold on, nothing against Brandy or anything. No, it's just her just promo that she lot. cut was fired. Oh, so that was good. a great promo by I, her husband. Even just like the complete like blackout behind her, you could see the light yeah. in like the pupils of her eyes and stuff. Honestly, everything that they put together in that short series was. Better than anything, well, maybe not better than anything I've seen in WWE. That's not what I mean. But like a match promo. It was better than anything I've yes. seen WWE do in terms of a match promo in a very long time. And I think it's because it was so different. It wasn't just yeah. showing a bunch of moves and a bunch of promos and then that's it. Like it was, yeah, there was real life interviews sort of thing. Like when you see athletes do interviews about their no, history totally, totally. and stuff. It's and then so like good. The, the AEW Control Center segments where they come in and out, which I'm totally going to parody one of these days. Oh, you have um, to. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And uh, like just the way it's kind of kept in kayfabe is great. And it's better, much, much better of an approach than the uh, being the elite stuff. Because a lot yeah. of that stuff is just really tongue-in-cheek, kind of bad comedy. It's almost like you're watching like bad low brow porn or something you're just like this filmed is on weird. like a phone from 2008 yeah it's just like cheesy strange video and some of it's funny but then some of it's just like awful and intentionally yeah. so obviously there's something where they know it's like groaner comedy but this stuff is like they put a lot of effort into it and like cody training and brandy's promo and even just like the segment with chucky e. t and trent beretta sitting down and explaining who they are and why they're the best friends and like kind of <laughs> knocking out one-liners back and forth it just it just helps you know what they're all about, especially for somebody like us who's sort of a casual fan of of some of these guys beforehand. We didn't yeah. really know that much about them. Now I'm a fan of the best friends. Like, I just want to see them hug, and I want to see them go over in this match, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Anyway, why don't we talk about the matches? Because uh, this is going to be sort of the, uh, the, the stake of this pod, man. We're talking about the all-elite wrestling all-out card. By the way, how confusing is it? Just like all out, all in, <laughs> all elite wrestling. I'm just like they're just asking for me to yeah. just, you know, just chew on my words and just stumble all over my tongue. Yeah, they looked at the podcasters and they were like, you know what? We're just gonna mess with you guys. That's yeah. the whole reason behind our naming convention. 
Yeah. <laughs> they, they're like, what's more confusing than Roman and Rowan? <laughs> what about all out, all in, all elite? Let's just do that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's start at the bottom, work our way up sure. from, uh, from the Wikipedia, as we tend to do. Uh, we've got Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt. Uh, I guess two boys in their dinosaur versus SoCal Uncensored, uh, SoCal Uncensored uh, in a six-man tag match to start this pay-per-view off. Um, the are we kind gonna, of fun thing about this is it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I, I was going to say, are we going to do predictions or are we just going to talk about the card? I don't know. We could sort of throw up predictions left and right. Why not? Sure. All right, cool. Let's do it. I would say I would say give this to Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt because the fans seem to love these guys, especially if it ends up starting the show like they have it here, but I, I have no... You know, reason to know if this is the right order or not match order, but whatever. I'm actually, I, I think they already announced that the women's battle royal was going to be on the buy-in, the, the buy-in. preview. Um, and then I can't remember if it's private party or this match that's going to be on the kickoff as well. But they announced two kickoff oh, shows. Yeah, they're going to have private parts on their kickoff. Uh, okay, private party. What's well, a private party? I'm not invited. You're goddamn right you're not invited, Steve. <laughs> oh, fuck off. I'm invited. I'm going to have Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's the bottom line. I'm invited as fuck. No, you're not. <laughs> well, shut up. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. Steve being Steve. So I'm going with Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt. Yeah. I mean, everyone seems to enjoy SoCal. They go by, they go a ways back. Um I don't see why they would have to win. They're they're kind of one of those teams that they don't have to win to stay popular, sort of thing. So, it doesn't really matter. Why don't you yeah. just pick them so that we have some, you know? Well, see, the problem some different is opinions because you always win and I always, I always lose. win, and works. I want to make sure that you know I stay on top. But you're inside your own head now. But here's the thing: I'm I'm more in a WWE mindset and how they think, whereas AEW could be completely different. So you know what? I actually I'm going to pick SoCal. Uncensored. Hmm. I'm wrong, but I'm going to pick them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is someone right? Private party? No, I don't. Nobody cares. Okay, cool. Nobody cares. Nobody's even listening. Uh, Private party taking an Angelico and Jack Evans. Um, I I don't know if I'm fully on an Angelico and Jack Evans yet. I've seen them. They're very at the last few events. They're very acrobatic. I don't know if I'm feeling the gear. I don't know what it is, but so far they're just your regular. Indie guys who can do a lot of flips. You don't and like I, the highlight for saying that, yellow? but uh, eh, I do because I like when Seth wore it. I like when uh, AJ Styles wore it. I don't know if I like. I feel like Angelico's like full bodysuit is weird yeah, to me. But I hear you. Again, you know, he just dancing into the ring. I feel like he'll grow on me, but right now I'm not that in on them. And Private Party, uh, we haven't seen that much of them yet. As a dirty cash. True. Um, I, I think this is going to be your very typical indie type match. Big spots. Probably quick, yeah. ten minutes, less than ten minutes. They'll do their. No one's going to sell a damn thing. It's going to yeah. be like our t-shirt site. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See, that's the type of plug I can get behind. That was good. I like that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I slow down for a second and sell. <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, I'll, I'll take private party on this one. I don't know why. Yeah, good for you. He's going to take out his private party. Uh, Shut up, Steve. God. That's enough. <laughs> He's just here to make bad sexual puns today. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going with private party too. Sure. Kind of new. Okay, uh, Riho cool. versus uh, Hikaru Shida. Uh, I'd say Riho. I'll, I'll she just was sort of. Uh, I don't know. She was sort of focused upon. At. It's uh, a very good point. Double or nothing. It's a very good point. Uh, just to be different, I'm going to pick Hikaru. Okay. No skin in the uh, game on this the, match at all. Not gonna lie. The, casi- <laughs> yeah, the casino battle royale. Um, See, this one's big. It's on the buy-in yeah. show, but this is a big match. So they receive a match for the inaugural AEW Women's World Championship scheduled for AEW on TNT on October second, the day yeah. debut show. So there's a lot going behind this. Um, well, so here's my question because I think this is going to be just one them? person who will Wins end up it, being, yeah. will end up in the championship match. So who's the other person going to be? I don't know. I really they don't haven't know really announced that. Yeah. Have that they, I could find. Was anyway. there any kind of a stipulation at the last show? Nothing. Like, I feel like Britt Baker would be in line for the title and somebody else would be challenging. Honestly, not that but I could uh, find. And even when I was trying to research it in case I did miss something, I couldn't find a name anywhere who, who was going to mm-hmm. be in the match on October 2nd. So, 
I don't even see a list of who's going to be in this, so I'm just going to go with Nyla Rose because they've only announced like a few people, and Nyla seems to be pretty, uh, pretty prominent yeah. in their ranks and pretty focused upon. So there's eleven. There. There's eleven women on the AEW roster. It's a twenty-one woman battle royal. They announced three women who aren't on the roster. Yep. And so you have to assume that neither of them are, or I guess any of those three likely won't win unless they're future signees. I'm not sure. Yep. Um, this one's a toss up. It's tough. Cause I was going to say Nyla Rose because they really focused on her in, yeah. uh, in the series. Um, you know what? Just for fun, I'm going to take Allie. Okay. Why not? Why not? Allie's fun. Yeah. She was great in Impact. Champion yeah. for a while. Okay. So we've got Darby Allen, Joey Janela, Jimmy Havoc, and a three-way clash of the, uh, well, just basically the hardcore guys. Yeah. That's what we're doing here. We're just, yeah. We threw them together in a tag team at... Uh, the Cracker Barrel Clash. Yeah. They were on the same team at Fighter Fest, and yep. now they're um, they're going to, you know, have a Cracker Barrel Clash. So... We'll see. I wonder if they're gonna throw any like rocking chairs around the ring, or just like <laughs> big wooden crates. Oh, see, I don't know if it's in the U.S., but up here in Canada, that's one of our brands of cheese. So to <laughs> no, me, I'm is. just I picturing think... them throwing blocks of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but Cracker Barrel is also a restaurant. Like there's one in, in Toronto. There's yep. one. There's ones all over the place, it and is. that's sort of where they would always hit up on the road. The elite would eat there all the time, and they all have these pictures of them sitting on the front porch in the rocking chairs. So I feel like we're going to have a bunch of wooden rocking chairs strewn about the ring and uh, chaos will ensue. Is, is Cracker Barrel a, a sponsor? Uh, of our show? Yes. No. Cracker Barrel. Oh, God. Cracker Barrel. Enjoy the barrel. <laughs> of All Out. Because Oh, I don't know. Because if it is, <laughs> this actually could be a really cool way that they're getting their sponsor's name out there. Sure. Rather than just a graphic at the beginning. I don't know. Just... Something that stuck out to it's me. It's just a bunch of barrels, and whoever can crack their barrel <laughs> fastest wins. Yeah, I'm gonna pick uh, Joey Janela in this one. So I found it interesting that they were they were fighting, and Joey's so pissed that he's 0 2. Like they're trying to already sort of play up like the storylines yeah. and, and the win loss records. I think it's kind of interesting if Joey Janela goes 0 3, <laughs> and he just becomes this hardcore guy with reckless abandon who still doesn't have a win, and he's looking for that elusive win for a while, but he's still over. Um, Mick Foley. And Darby Allen got all this rub with that match against Cody. So I'm going to have Darby true. Allen take this one. So he's got, the, you know, kind of the impressive record going forward. And then Janela and Jimmy Havoc can sort of get by just on their, their gimmick and their character alone. That's um, a good point. Speaking of Cody now, Cody versus Sean Spears with Tully Blanchard. Cody probably with uh, the enforcer, Arn Anderson. Just going to say. That's my guess. Mm -hmm. And a singles match. Uh, this is going to be probably one of the best matches of the show. I'm sure their storytelling is going to be fantastic um it should be pretty good i honestly i'm surprised this isn't higher up i know it's not for a championship or anything but it probably will be a higher up man it probably it'll probably be like second or third from the top how great though is ty dillinger like when sean you, spears i know Maddie. but i'm i'm using his wwe name on purpose because we all love the perfect 10 the character was great it was over but it was like a little shallow, but right? it was, it, but it was. And this is, this is my point is how great has he been in a couple, well, maybe not a couple weeks, but even a couple months with action with, without even wrestling yet, that he is a completely different and dynamic character that I'm super yeah. interested in. It is unbelievable. Well, he wrestled at fight for the fallen true in a tag scenario, but, um, yeah, he's been great. Uh, honestly, like a lot of the people are treated more like real human beings, like even just MJF's promo and stuff in the so in the, good by the way <laughs> in that series on YouTube like basically just saying you know what fuck Sean Spears Sean Spears is a piece of shit and they're just bleeping it because they're they're human beings they're yeah. sitting down and they're saying things humans would say if they were really incensed you know they're not just like he's just a wannabe MJF and people are like that doesn't make any sense because um, <laughs> it's not being written by a group of you know sitcom writers sitting around a table it's just yep. being put out there by Guys in the biz. Guys who know the business. It's really entertaining. It, it really so is. So far, so good, honestly. Yeah. Um, now, if they could just get away from the multi-man matches and the just the crazy spectacles, but whatever. I, I think they will. It's just they have to get these guys out on camera, right? Like, they had, they haven't had a show yet to really develop a lot of these characters. So, Looking at this card, I'm already more excited because you've got <clears throat> a couple, I mean, three-way matches. You've got, like, 
three good singles matches on here and then a couple just singles tag team matches not like melees so yep um i'm excited but uh i'm going with sean spears i think sean spears oh, should score really i don't know why yeah. i thought you were gonna say cody i i think i definitely think spears needs the win more than cody does i think yeah, if you, cody's if, scored a couple big wins already yeah and i think if you let cody win here it kind of buries spears like before the show even starts sort of thing I also feel like this match wouldn't suffer too much from a non-finish. Yeah, I was just going to say that. That or the other option is a DQ of some sort. Because it does yeah. seem like there's a lot of personal bad blood, which always could end up to that. I mean, the, you could reintroduce the chair and Cody could take a, a vicious attack out on Sean Spears halfway through the match. And, and it could sort of be even ground and we're set up for a long run on TV between these two, you know, moving forward. But wouldn't whatever. be terrible. Wouldn't be terrible at all. Lucha Brothers... Uh, versus the Young Bucks, this is going to be terrible. It's probably going to be garbage. Like I, I'm going to fast forward through this one. I think. Goddamn kid, this is going to be a bunch of just burning trash. Yep. <laughs> we're kidding though, Steve. Yeah. Oh shit! I was piling on. I thought you were serious. <laughs> Give me a hell yeah. It'll be. It'll be good. Uh, it's going to be a great match. Um, it's for the Triple A World Tag Team Championship. Uh, I got to give it to the Lucha Brothers, right? I don't see the Bucks taking the yeah. AAA championships on uh, no on an AEW show. No, no, I I would agree with you, um, especially because you think they're going to introduce AEW tag belts at some point. Yeah, yeah. and if anybody's going to go back to Mexico and represent with their titles, it's, <laughs> it's probably the Lucha be, Brothers. Yeah, it's probably not going to be Nick and Matt. <laughs> yeah, so uh, look for this one to be a pro wrestling tea special as well, and. Oh. Um, well, it's just no selling. You know what I mean? Just yeah. crazy spots and uh, no selling. It's going to be good, though. It's going to be one of those ones that will be on the highlights for a while, I think. Yeah, I'm glad it's coming to a head. I'm, I'm excited yes. it's a ladder match, but um, I don't know. I might be in the minority, but I can only take so many matches between like two teams like this that just go all out, no pun intended, and do crazy spots over and over and over and over again to the point where I'm just like, okay, it's just become like a Cirque du Soleil show and I'm sort of <laughs> waiting on some more wrestling at this point. So, Yeah, I I, but I mean, again, this this stuff's going to change when there's a regular show that they can run stories on and stuff, right? Yes, and I'm excited about it. And I'm, and I'm excited to start to like the Young Bucks a little more because yes. I'm not the world's biggest fan of them. I think they're good. They put on some great matches. I don't know. I just don't love them. I don't know what it is. Well, maybe they're going to change your mind. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Although I I feel like I'm really going to be a big fan of Best Friends moving forward. <laughs> I'm excited to see more of them. Uh, they're taking on the Dark Order, which I'm not sold on yet. We'll see. Um, that Stu Grayson guy seems okay. Apparently, Evil Uno, uh, as per the Masked Man show, he's been talking about how he's a much better worker than you would think based on his size and stuff um, they were apparently like Toronto mainstays they were working at Smash Wrestling a lot um, that I didn't know that's cool yeah and <laughs> winners receive a first round bye in the AEW World Tag Team Championship Tournament which essentially makes this a first round matchup <laughs> because <laughs> what's the difference um, I got best friends are so fun I feel like the Dark Order are going to score a win really yeah I don't know why I mean, you kind of have they're supposed to, to be so intimidating. How are they yeah, going to lose? You kind of have to almost think of this pay-per-view as a, a springboard to the show and how they're going to want to start building the stories on the show. So I, I feel like you might be right with going with with more of a heel heel win here. Yeah, like best friends are so funny. They're so charismatic and they can be like talking about how they lost but we're best friends we're going to get back to the top yeah and hug it out they don't need a win to kind of advance no. their characters or stories whereas the dark, dark order have order, all their cheesy minions and their you know <laughs> they remind me of skirts. like like the foot clan or something or, just, <laughs> or not not the foot clan who am i thinking uh the power ranger the putties <laughs> the putties <laughs> like that's totally what they remind me of they are putties. Yeah. Sent down by Goldar. <laughs> Get the Rangers. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the Dark Order as well. This episode of the ADC's Wrestling, sponsored by Bandai. <coughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just coughing phlegm into my mouth. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Don't worry, I totally picked it up on it, mic. God cool. Damn kid, that sounded gross as fuck. Yeah. The, the best part is I had nowhere to put it, so I swallowed it. 
Oh, God. See, that's info we didn't need. <laughs> well, I needed it. Okay. Mm. See, Steve's got me. Yeah, weird. Um, now for Pac or Pack, depending on who you are. Yeah, Kenny Omega uh, wins this Kenny match. Omega. <laughs> I, I don't know how or why. No. Yeah. But there's I, no I mean, reason for Pac to win. It, well, Kenny can't is... lose on his way to eventually fighting Moxley. Yeah, you're probably right. You really are probably right. I, I would say it's Kenny's win. Has, has Kenny even really had a big singles match yet? Aside from, no, he Jericho. had the, the, the Jericho match, yeah. Which he lost, and that was he kind lost. of a big part of this story and him discovering who he is, really. And Right. And is, Pac's still technically Dragon Gate. He's not really all elite, so. Exactly. He's not full-time and all elite right now. He's a good fill-in. Like, let's be honest, it's going to be a great match. Mm-hmm. But there's no story mm-hmm. for him. There's no yeah, reason I say for him. Kenny Omega over the Kang of the Cruiserweights. Oh, I'm I, I, honestly, I don't think I've really watched like a full match of his since he left WWE. I've seen highlights, and obviously he's amazing, and he's got a belt, and blah blah blah. Yeah, I can't say I have either, honestly. So I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, watching him wrestle again. So we're going Kenny. Yeah, I, I, there's no reason for Kenny not Kenny, to win. Kenny, let's do it. Okay. Now, last but not least, Adam Page versus Chris Jericho in a singles match for the inaugural AEW World Championship. Man, I'm on the this fence is interesting. This one. I'm <laughs> like, I feel like you give it to the young guy who can run with it on a weekly basis, but at the same time, how do you not give it to like an absolute legend who could be the face of the company? Yeah. But is Jericho going to be there every week? And and if sure he's he not, is. sure if, he is. But if he's not, wouldn't that actually even be a little bit better and make that championship a little bit more special? I don't Here's know. what I think. I think, I think there's more storyline and more legs in giving it to Jericho in some dastardly way. Totally I think this agree. this evil monster uh, Chris Jericho who keeps adding things to his arsenal, keeps viciously attacking people, keeps being so sadistic and so Jericho. <laughs> Finds a way to win this title and and become the first All Elite Wrestling Champion and just like brag about it and be an asshole about it. And then you've got this young white meat cowboy with the blonde hair chasing. It's just territory wrestling. Yeah. You, you got a Rhodes in charge of this territory. You got to have the, the <laughs> yeah. cowboy chasing the, the villain baby who never quite gets there but's trying to get that title baby. You know what I'm saying, Daddy? I think it works, man. I think so too. And I, I he's just... young, fit, good looking Dusty Rhodes, and he's just chasing. <laughs> You know, Chris Jericho is kind of like almost like a like a Ric Flair or something at this point or like a. Hmm. No, I I agree with you. Like, I just maybe he's like a Harley race at this point in his career because he's so like mean and tough. But whatever. I just wasn't really sure, like how often Jericho was going to be like, is Jericho? Does he really want to be on a weekly wrestling show again? I know he signed with a. I believe so. Yes, I honestly think so. Interesting. He's, He's. at least for the time being, while he's good to go, he's looking forward to being a big time part of this, a big focal piece of it. And we've seen it so far. So it's why true. Not? It's true. But he was also doing a lot of this stuff in between being on tour with Fozzie too, right? Which I think yeah. is done. I don't really know. I'm not even going to check the Fozzie website to get Summer but, is over. But so. he's he's definitely not tweeting about it as much. So I'm saying Jericho. I'm saying Jericho <sighs> finds a way to win it because then... I don't know, though, because then you go off the air with Paige winning it in such a feel-good moment, right? The first ever champion, and it kind of makes him. So you can really go either way with this. Well, and then I go back to the series. I'm like, the the whole thing that Jericho, or sorry, that uh, Paige talked about was, you know, I need this. I want this. This is who I am. And if I don't win, then I have to go back to the farm and all this type of stuff. And I'm just like, man, that is very, like final on this match like but he's like 26 well that's what i mean like it, obviously he's not Jericho's going like back. 48 <laughs> yeah <laughs> he said yeah. the same thing so i don't man this is this is i've been thinking about this one all day in terms of who i would want to pick and i think my heart wants to pick jericho and i'm i'm gonna go with my heart on this one okay i just think it leads go to jericho. better storytelling down the road yeah i agree i'm going jericho too this card is going to be so good. Yeah. I'm probably not going to be able to watch it live either. I don't know what I'm going to be able to watch. That's no, the I definitely part. am not going to. It's the long weekend and there's a lot of family time going on. So and this one's not free either on Bleacher Report Live. It I is think not. You purchase this it is one. A, a buy-in. No. <laughs> See no. what I did there? Their preview shows. God damn it, buy-in. man. You can get the fuck out. Wow. 
Steve did not like that pun. ADC is the only one I allow to do badass puns, and that's because I can kick his ass in person. You're too far away, goddammit. And that's the bottom line. That's by design. I, I rhymed. I rhymed. Did you hear it? I hate you so goddamn much, Matt the Mark. <laughs> oh, shit, he used my full name. I'm in trouble. <laughs> yes, Matt the Mark. It's on your driver's license. That's what it says. Uh, on to WWE, I guess. <laughs> If we have to. <laughs> the product that... Kid, what the hell's wrong with WWE? Uh, Steve, it's not the same right now. Need me to go cook, kick some ass, crush some beers? Oh, you're apparently going to be doing that like next week. Oh, yeah, <laughs> fucking ain't right. I'm going to be there again. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, hold on. Here's the thing with WWE. I think we always have a case of recent Titus, mainly because we try to do a weekly show. Obviously, we don't, and I'm not going to say we do. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. the last couple weeks of Raw and SmackDown have been pretty damn good. This week, not so much. And we're like, oh, man, WWE. What yeah. a, uh, what a slog. But yet two <laughs> episodes before, we were like, man, what? A, this was great. There was, so, there was so much development and blah, blah. I just, sometimes I hate being a WWE fan, you know? Yeah, I know. The emotional what do you think of Sasha's promo? Terrible. <laughs> you didn't like it? No. Okay, so it's not that I didn't like it. It's more maybe... Delivery. I don't know. I Did she talk about Mia? No, not me. No, no Mia this week. I I don't know. It's maybe it's just a little rusty. I she's done so much more without the mic over the last couple of weeks than with it in last week. Yeah, yeah. I it guess. was just okay. It, it wasn't exactly you know going to set the world on fire. But she's never the been the strongest promo, bad. right? That's so true. And the content I, wasn't bad. I found the content sort of the most interesting part of it, just talking about how she was in like a tag title feud that didn't matter to her, yeah. for belts that mean even less. That's yeah. sort of a strange thing to acknowledge. That so just like, hey, look, we've shit the bed with these titles, and Sasha didn't care about them either. But like, she was holding the titles at the time with her best friend Bailey. She sure so was. <laughs> are, are you supposed to think that she's just saying that because she's bitter, or is it just a, does it just feel weird to sort of acknowledge how shitty those belts are? Well, I think they were trying to find a way around her leaving because she didn't want to lose the belt. She thought it was terrible that they were losing to the iconics of all people sort of thing. That I think that's yeah. the real story. And this was their way of finding a way of not making her look terrible. The iconics are the greatest tag team champions in the history of our great sport, man. The longest female tag champs of all time. Longest reigning champions <laughs> in the history of... Have our great tag belts. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. the The promo was okay. The beatdowns are by far the best. Okay, what about the Roman Reigns situation? Because this this week <laughs> took about forty steps backwards. I was going to say last week. How did how did we go from us being super excited about this and thinking of all the possibilities to this week being like, oh. Really? I'll tell you how. I'll tell you how. <laughs> Fucking how? I'll tell you how, Steve. What? I'll tell you how, Steve. What? I'll tell you. No. Don't uh, do it. <laughs> they completely ignored the cliffhanger ending from last week. Like right? SmackDown starts. Nobody's talking about this guy. They don't explain who the lookalike is. They just ignore. Like, okay, so Daniel Bryan's just like, we found who the guy is who was somehow sitting here under a towel for an hour and a half. And then we just looked at each other hilariously, not making sounds for a while. And then this week starts and Roman's not like, who are you? Who is this guy? Where did you find him? Why did this guy attack me? What is his problem with me? What do I do about this guy? Should I, you know, reprimand him? Nothing. They don't explain a fucking thing about this Ro like Roman lookalike. It was just somebody in the back was like, well, goddamn, what if they're... What if there's a lookalike? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> all right, well, all right, Vince. Well, who's the lookalike going to be? It doesn't matter. Fuck it. Next week. Next week. And then they just did nothing to explain it. Nothing. So, I mean, on top then, of that. Wait, hold on. Sorry. And then Roman finds a video <laughs> that's supposed yeah. to disprove that it was that guy. And it looks more like that guy on the video than it looks like Eric Rowan. <laughs> they could have easily been that guy. And then Daniel Bryan's slapping him. He's a man. I'm just like, what? Who was that guy? <laughs> Who was that guy? I feel like why was he there? You're really hung up on that guy. That was the entire cliffhanging ending to last week's show. They're just like, "Who is this Eric Rowan lookalike?" And then this week, 
We don't find out. So here's they don't even mention this. No, guy. and and here's my question, um, and maybe I missed. Did Rowan it. kick that guy's ass? But how how did they find out that it was this Eric Rowan lookalike? Did they no idea? Did they not see this angle of the video or or something like? No idea. How did? Why was Daniel Bryan okay with it last week, but this week he had to slap the shit out of Rowan because now it really looked like him. So obviously, exactly. it's him. It was awful. It's half baked. It's just terrible. Terrible storytelling. It really and they killed is. the whole thing. And, they and killed the whole thing. They can bring it back. They'll bring it. Okay, no, they may over. not bring it back. But no, it's done. This is exactly what we thought was going to happen in terms of the story, right? They were gonna they were gonna use a lookalike because it actually was Rowan and Daniel Bryan, and so like this this was exactly what we thought it was going to be. The actual delivery of this news was god awful the execution was oh my as god as bad as it could possibly be it was the worst possible execution yeah. of this storyline <laughs> ever which is really, really unfortunate because i was actually really digging this story yeah i was too how about I the rumor she did it he didn't do it yeah you, you know Rikishi. you know it wasn't it's actually it's always goddamn rikishi <laughs> it, was <not. laughs> it wasn't rikishi you know what actually wasn't in your your news and notes, and it is still kind what? of a rumor right now, is that it looks like they want to do another draft and go to what the rumor was before SummerSlam where people don't cross shows. Yeah, sure. Why not? Who cares? Well, I'm just saying whatever you, you put it do. in there. It's super important news. Yep. Well, there's going to be three <laughs> brands. Everything's going to change. The, sh- the pod's going to be over. It's going to be whatever. <laughs> I love how you always just kind of like sneak that in there. Like it's subliminal messaging. People, so when someday I'm just like, guys, I'm sorry, the pod's over. People are like, well, I guess we thought it was over. Anyway. We literally been telling you for like a year and a half that the pod. <laughs> yeah, over, people so. be like, yeah, well, I, I guess I knew it was kind of going to be over. <laughs> then, pe- like people listening to the pod will be like the Colts. You know, they're just like, oh, we kind of knew luck was going to retire. I guess it's finally here. There it Ooh. is. You know, they can't Ooh. be that upset. They're just like, yeah, we knew, we've known. Any listeners in Indianapolis? How you feeling? Yeah. He kept saying the career was over. <laughs> We were like, oh, Andrew, you come on, you'll rehab that knee. He's like, no, not this time. Pod's over. Anyways, uh, moving on. How about how about a King of the Ring update? This ring needs a, this ring needs a king. Sure, what happened? Well, Baron Corbin defeated The Miz. I did not see that coming. Picked it. No. Yeah, it's definitely in. Uh, you know, my bracket's still de- like decent, aside the o- from the fact that Kevin Owens is that out. That was the only thing I win. got wrong. So far, yeah, that's the only thing I've gotten wrong. Yeah, too. completely busted my bracket, but it's the only one I got wrong, which is yeah. annoying because I was gonna pick Elias. Yeah, Ugh. Rick Ricochet defeated Drew McIntyre. Really solid match. So good. Uh, Ali defeated Buddy Murphy. Fucking amazing match, mate. Yeah. Uh, and you actually picked Ali, and I, I did, did not. I picked Buddy Murphy. So somehow you saw their, you know, plans to totally. Ignore the push of one Buddy Murphy and go with Ali, who they <laughs> the were very pushing much prior. Amazing push that he was getting over like crazy and went back to months of videos of Ali in the streets. We did that all to build Ali. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had to build a formidable opponent. Such a good for match, Ali. Uh, and then Chad Gable defeated Shelton Benjamin. What the I fuck are sh- they doing with Chad Gable? <laughs> He's going this to NXT. He has to, right? This whole thing is so bad. Just like, where, where, where you at, Shorty? Shorty Gable? <laughs> 205 like, Live is ending, for sure. It must be, right? What yeah. a dead brand already. It it Already. It's been like three years on its own. I know. I just mean it's already dead. And well, then we yeah. introduce NXT. What, like, who's watching 205 Live? Nobody. Some people would say, I am. But that's not me. <laughs> if people were watching, it wouldn't be ending. But they're going to move these guys they around to said different brands. They haven't, but there's no way they're going to run 205 Live and NXT and Raw and SmackDown. Like, it's just not going to happen. And NXT UK. Yeah. And Evolve shows, which is now going to be the new NXT. There's it's, a lot. It's it's more that NXT is going live. That's the big reason why 205 will have to pare down, just because you need wrestlers on NXT. So it's going to be interesting to see which main roster guys go to NXT because NXT shouldn't really be considered going down anymore in quotes. Well, they all have main roster contracts now. They all got fat paycheck bumps. Right. So, I mean, how great is that for the folks in NXT who are regular? That's great. Just like, hey, I don't have to go anywhere. Now I'm making way more money. This is amazing. I'll take a fat bump right now and pay. Yeah. Why don't you take a fat bump off my couch? 
I'll fucking moonsault right now. Don't do Don't it. Don't do it, Steve. There's no Don't carpet. Do it, Steve. If you want me to moonsault, then give me a hell yeah. No, Steve. You fucking can't tell me. I might moonsault. <laughs> You're not gonna moonsault. <laughs> he's like, honestly, he's like a spoiled child that you tell him not to do it, and he's like, well, I want to do it. Yeah, that's true. The more you tell him not to do something, the more he wants to do it. Yeah. Hey, Steve, don't pay rent. We'll fucking pay rent. rent. Oh, goddamn! I see what you're trying to do, kid. <laughs> I will stun your ass right now. I'll drop you on that stack of dimes you call a neck. And that's about the only dimes you're going to see from my ass. Hmm. Is that a... Never mind. I don't want to bring Speaking it up. Speaking of bad puns, Steve. Goddamn. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Chad Gable went over, Ali went over, Ricochet went over, and Corbin went over. Corbin, I kind of enjoyed Corbin this week, cutting a good promo on the on the throne and stuff, and I don't know, he just looks a little better now that he's out of his waiter's uniform, and you can see that he's actually pretty built dude, and just like, he's just, it's working more for me. It's working more. He's the starting time, to look like me, you know, muscular and bald. Sure, sure. Yeah. The time, I'm always wearing tank tops, like, I get it. Yeah, I'm wearing a tank right now, you guys can't see it, but. The You're time right. off for him. Yeah, the I taco think. meat out for all to see. <laughs> the time <laughs> off for him, I think, helped for sure. Definitely. Um, side note, what the fuck is Cedric Alexander doing having a grueling 20-minute match with Cesaro after winning his first-round matchup? <laughs> like, nobody else is just like, well, you won your first-round match, but in between rounds, why don't you just go out and just, like, maybe sustain an injury or just, like, really get a lot of, uh, you know damage put on your joints or or you know really maybe just wear you down between rounds this is sort of why it really sucks that they're doing it so spread out because yeah. if they could just do the next three rounds all on one show in one night it would be so much more special and i don't think this is you know a unique opinion but my god wouldn't it be more entertaining to see ricochet win three matches in one night in totally. different ways and yep. somehow pull out a win and become crown king of the ring than just like random matches that just feel like Raw and SmackDown matches happening week after week with like like, like the fact that Cedric Alexander and Cesaro can just wrestle exhibition matches in between their round matches is silly it just takes away from everything I mean it it was a good match it was it was a great match (laughs) I was just like why is this happening if you guys wanted them to have a match then why don't they just put them together in the first round and have Joe beat somebody else and this is always this is my concern for NXT now because like it's live, we got to do shit that yeah. ruins other shit. Yeah, and I just because something's got to go on. So they've got to move talent around because their development talent won't be able to handle a live show well enough for it to be over. And you keep hearing rumors of Vince scrapping entire scripts of shows hours before the show goes live. Yeah, like, and I know that Vince, quote unquote, won't have his hands on NXT to start, but hmm. how long before <laughs> he does? Right, like yeah. I just. Ah, yeah, ah. I wouldn't believe that one uh, if I were you. Uh. <laughs> uh, anyways, and it sounds like they're going to stay in full sell. I know, complete tangent. They're going to stay in full sell until at least the end of December. Yeah, Probably. I mean, I'm sure it takes time to even book arenas, right? You yeah, can't just oh, for sure. Go ahead and just be like, hey, we'll take the Scotiabank Arena, please. Uh, you guys can just push the Raptors game, right? Yeah, and even uh, more off topic, yeah. actually, your prediction, I think it was last week where you said it's, you know, you could see NXT trying to book some major show on October 2nd for the de- debut of AEW. There's some more rumors out there now um, from folks not like us who seem to have more insider information oh. that that might actually be the case. So that's that was pretty astute of you, Mr. Well, Andrew. then, who's the insider? Hmm? Let me just leave it right there. Who's the insider then? No, no, just because okay. you guessed a, okay. at something doesn't make you an insider. You have sure no contacts. Sure, with it anyone. does. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Sure. See, I guessed things. I I guessed that you'd be happier once we started recording the show, and now you're happy. So well, I'm an insider on week. you. That's not a guess. I'm inside you. Uh, uh, inside of you. <laughs> Anyways, I just watched that movie for the 18th time last week. Uh, that is a good flick. So that, good. You know what's also underrated flick? Get him to the Greek. Funny, funny movie. Uh, it's okay. It's not as good. As Hello, I'm Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <laughs> Anyways, move on. Talk about wrestling. We got to get out of here. We really do. Um, the winners of the tag team turmoil match on Raw were Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Totally cool. saw this coming. Totally saw yeah. it coming. Yeah. We guessed that. Predicted. We're insiders. We know this. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, uh, maybe they're both going to NXT. Maybe. And I'd maybe. be okay with that if that's the case. And this is a way to get them a little bit over before... They make the move? I don't know. I, I really don't understand this. <laughs> At one point in this match, it was Robert Roode, Dolph Ziggler, 
and then Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. And not one of these guys has like matching gear. And I was just like, this could be any fatal four-way yeah. match. Like, Jesus, you're just four random people in a ring together right now. Yeah, totally. Um, it was weird. I guess they had good enough chemistry, but I don't think anybody saw them coming out on top. But nobody saw them being tagged together like this. And it's just... I mean, Rude was just in a tag team with Chad Gable. That didn't really work out. Ziggler was in a tag team with Drew McIntyre. That was kind of cool. And then they had like a six-month feud. So I don't don't know. It was weird. But then he's taken on Braun and Seth at Night of Champions. I was just going to say. Which doesn't even feel like it would be a good house show match. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, oh, I don't want to go see that. I was just thinking to myself, like, you don't have a legitimate tag team in a tag team championship match. No. At all. You had complete random tags defeat your better tag teams. Yeah. Like, screw the Viking Raiders. Let's just have Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode go after the tag titles. Also sounds like Viking Raiders to go on to NXT. Which, if they do, I hope they change Are you doing a Viking horn? Do they have hammers? (laughs) No, they do not. They sometimes have shields. Shields? Yeah. Yes, shields. What the fuck would a Viking have a shield for? They're too badass to shield themselves. Mm, incorrect. Yeah, I, I know. I think they had shields too. The fucking Bludgeon Brothers didn't have shields. They had hammers. <laughs> and I missed their ass. Yes. yes. Anyways. You do. <sighs> Randy Orton continues to be like the best thing on WWE TV right now. I think that uh, that goes without saying. Slightly edging out Daniel Bryan due to circumstances which may or may not be related to the scripting of their segments. Blaming the segments. Orton is so good. Ugh. He's fucking great. He is. I love just threatening Kofi's kid, saying they're staying in the same, <laughs> the same hotel, hotel. Might have yeah. to go pay him a visit. Um, by the way, they named the RKO the Super RKO, and I think the FTRKO would have been a much better, much better name. Yeah, but because it was out there in a hashtag, Vince was like, no, no. I'm the idea guy. Super RKO. Because he puts him in the air first. Goddamn pal, this RKO is super. <laughs> it's super. Oh, boy. What a maneuver. It's super RKO. Oh, my. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on Sami Zayn? Is Shinsuke Nakamura's manager slash mouthpiece? I mean, we've been talking for like three years that Nakamura needs a mouthpiece. Is it weird having Sami Zayn do it? Or 100%. Is it fine? Yes. <laughs> it seems weird to me. Yeah. I don't get it. It's, it's super like, look, weird. Sami Zayn, you're also extremely talented, but we have nothing for you. So can you just go talk for Shinsuke while he gives people Kinshasa's? Um, I mean, I'm I also think- totally o- over Miz right now. Him as a baby face. It's just warm. Yeah. He's on both shows. He's wrestling like King of the Ring matches on it's Raw. It's too much. He's doing Miz TVs every night of the week. It's just like coming out here, talking, talking. And as a baby face, he's fucking boring. Go back to being the Miz. <laughs> he was really good for a long time until we saw too much of him. Being on both shows yeah. and doing different segments and then wrestling, it's too much. I, I just any think wrestler as a baby face, like too, he's worn out as welcome. Yeah, he's totally. a much better heel. It's time to, to switch. It's time to switch. Yeah, I mean, I could see him possibly taking the Intercontinental title back from Nakamura. Yeah. And then those two guys going to NXT and Miz... I don't know how they could turn him at this point, but either way, it could. He's got to go. He's got to go evil again because it's just, um, yeah. I, I'm with you. For a long time, he was one of my favorite guys. He was the Randy Orton that he that is now. So, yep, yep. Like I said, we do kind of got have to get out of here. I had a couple more points, but uh, I was gonna say KO kind of lost his way, lost a bit of his steam. Eh. Like not not trashing Shane's office or just attacking. Elias in the office, like I don't know, it's just character kind of development. Little... I'm okay with it though. Like to, it doesn't it's... always have to be full throttle, right? Feels a little neutered to me. I don't know. It's a little, little boring. Um, I thought boring. it was funny that uh, one of the Fox News anchors won the 24 <laughs> seven title this week. <laughs> yep. And uh, side uh, side note here, also Bailey really kind of sucks right now, as does Lacey Evans, and they had a terrible <laughs> match on SmackDown. They certainly did. <laughs> did you see at the beginning when Bailey just like turned to her and yelled arm bar? <laughs> and then Lacey Evans ran at her and, and took an arm drag. Yeah. It's almost like it's... She yelled arm drag, rather, sorry. Telegraphed sometimes. Yeah, it's like she was calling it and didn't expect us to hear it, and yeah. we did. And then uh, the Becky's worst belly to belly too. I've ever seen. Worst belly to belly yeah. that I've ever seen. It's... She totally sandbagged her. Like, And, and at one point, like Bailey was doing... 
She had her in like an arm bar and then she tried to put her in like a crucifix roll up pin and Lacey just didn't know what she was doing and just sort of fell flat on her face. So Bailey just grabbed the arm bar again and I was just like, this is a mess. This is awful. So uh, speaking of people who should be going back to NXT. Yeah. I told you it was bad to have Lacey go right into the title picture because she is just done. But there's no there's no there's no real forward momentum for her there's no way to advance this Lacey Evans character right now she sucks totally but it's not like this stuff with Becky was terrible it was pretty bad oh I disagree you're bad you're a nasty let's go on to just two tweets the following segment was paid for by the ADCs of wrestling hey yo this is just two tweets tweets. Uh, Paul Skeevers says Interesting PWI top 500 top 10, or sorry, PWI 500 top 10. Any thoughts? So here's what the PWI top uh, 10 was. Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston, Izuchika Okada, Johnny Gargano, Roman Reigns, Kenny Omega, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Will Ospreay. Now this is largely like a kayfabe. Uh, top 10 based on like the years they've had and their accomplishments. Yeah, so. I was going to say like it all depends on what this is based on because I think it's pretty good. I actually find it interesting that Daniel Bryan is in the like number two spot because he hasn't really well no. he did win the, the title. He had the, like the vegan yeah. title win for a while. His character was one of the best things on TV for a while. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I like it. I like the top 10. I don't think it's terrible. Um, I think I there's think some names in there. Well, but we only year. saw him very briefly, right? Like, because he True. actually did nothing for months while he was waiting to get out of his WWE contract. I agree. What about Bray Wyatt? He, again, has done nothing except for the last yeah. couple of weeks. No accomplishments. Okay. So, so I'll I, give it to you, PWI. And I think it's a, it's a, with a lot of the guys in AEW as well, is they've only done a couple events, right? Yeah, yeah. And they haven't really won anything. There hasn't been a ton of titles. What about so like I, the Lucha Brothers? They could be in the top 10. They the could Bucks. be, but these are all singles, right? Yeah. Like, how do you put Pentagon in there and not blank mind? What about Rowan's Phoenix. lookalike? Uh, <laughs> good Lord. Mr. Carr says, best heel slash babyface in the WWE right now. My vote is Randy for best heel and KO for best babyface. Uh, I think Randy's definitely up there in yeah. heel work, but um, also Daniel Bryan. Babyface, I don't know. There's not a real strong contender right now. I think Roman's doing an okay job. I mean, again, recent Titus. If it had been right before uh, SummerSlam, KO definitely would have been top babyface. Yeah. So it's it's hard. That's a tough one because there isn't a, a good strong babyface right now. Other My than favorite KO. babyface is uh, the Fiend, Bray Wyatt. He's that is that is not a babyface. I don't know Steve. if he's a babyface. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course he is. He's got like. Homeless guy's heads is a lantern. That's Bray's head. That's Bray's head, yeah. He's fucking, he's hosting the kids' show. How friendly is that shit? Uh, That's sort of tongue-in-cheek. It's sort of evil. Yeah. And uh, he's got, like, the cool laser strobe show. It's supposed to scare you. Yeah. And he wears a mask like a clown. Kids love clowns. He's a baby face. That's a scary, scary mask. He does have Children his own Children would be crying. He he does, does yeah, he does the dance. muscle man dance. He does the muscle yeah. man dance. You know, pull up your pants, do a muscle man dance, drink some beer. And crush some ants. Oh, hell yeah. It's not how it goes. Just spitting rhymes, Steve. <laughs> yeah, Steve's kicking it old school. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's I like your best healing. Yeah. KO for babyface. Why not? He's doing okay. Um, it's it's clearly it's uh it's Ricochet second place if he had a character, maybe. Um Gingy <laughs> says, if you guys were to form a tag team, what would be your entrance theme, tag finisher, and name? Wow, I probably oh, should have put some thought into this one. Um, Why would you put this in here and not give us a heads up or give us time to put some thought into this? I don't know, man. You could have looked at the lineup that's been there since last night, Maddie. This is episode like 50-something. Have I ever done that? No. Uh, you know, Guys, you want to know the deal here. I do uh, all the work, yeah. and Matt just shows up to record. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. It's Matt's great. the Matt's the basement Steve of the podcast's production side. <laughs> <laughs> Even Basement Steve does more than I do. He does all the editing, apparently. <laughs> if you like shitty editing, then give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. I don't like shitty editing. Oh. And your editing is actually decent, but it's because it's me. <laughs> uh, if we were to fall, what would our entrance theme be? I don't know, man. 
Um, be what's Randy? my age again by Blink One Eighty Two. Ew, you went real. No. <laughs> and if you're gonna pick that sort of band, I mean, we gotta go with some cheesy Fallout Boy song. Be the Muscle Man dance. Because <laughs> it would be ironic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and tag finisher. Um, it would be a belly to belly mm. into a roll up. A schoolboy. <laughs> how, how does that work? I don't know. A schoolboy. Uh. Where you would then also pick them up, and then I would just do a belly to belly, the, the because it be really called... is just a belly to belly with your arm hooked, right? It's and the move, still the, the move dumbest would be called... finisher in wrestling, the dumbest <laughs> finisher in wrestling. We call Sorry. the move the the bod is over. The... <laughs> uh, Fair enough. <laughs> we'd be the the drooper friends. No, terrible. The super heels. No, the bod the... is over is better. Yeah, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll tweet out better answers to this one. I definitely won't. I'll do think that. of something. Okay, I, thanks, man. I don't man. do thanks. anything on the production side. Thanks for participating. You're welcome. Uh, lunchtime depression depression says: Will Nicholas show up at Clash <laughs> of Champions and take the Universal Title from Nicholas 2.0, which is Seth Rollins? I don't think I we will so. ever see Nicholas ever again. Nicholas, we were the greatest tag champs of all time. So I'm having a hard time focusing on this tweet that you just read because I am now <laughs> looking at the list and seeing the picture that is yeah. in the next tweet. Yeah, Anthony at We Just Need Money says, <laughs> me and the boys listening to the ADCs of wrestling. And there's a picture of four of the Sinister Six. Good Lord. Uh, with the faces of the show superposed. <laughs> so it appears that Steve is the Green Goblin. Yeah. Oh, give me a hell yeah. I love Green Goblin. Uh, I appear to be Shocker. You are the Vulture. Yeah. And uh, Laundry Room Taker is Rhino. Very interesting. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. Everybody check that one out on the Thank uh, you for Just that. Two Tweets hashtag. Uh, thanks, just yeah, thanks for the, the work that went into that. Um, Beef says, Hi guys, my question for you is, what do you think of Bailey as champion? I don't dislike her, but I feel like she is the most underwhelming ladies wrestler. Uh, wrestler on the roster hashtag front pony kind of sucks yeah she sucks right now man is she, is she, she just a, like Dolph Ziggler from a couple years ago where we were just like you need a character refresh yeah I this honestly isn't think working it's at, anymore it's at the point where she just needs to be completely overhauled yeah it's done the yeah. Bailey character's done yeah agree uh, Jim Martin says wouldn't it be awesome if Triple H gave the KOTR winner his suit jacket and then just escorts them to the back sits them behind a desk with a pile of paperwork <laughs> a ringing phone and a line of wrestlers and disgruntled fans there to air their grievances hashtag this is what real power looks like that'd be great <laughs> it would it would be you'd also have to have Vince in behind him just yelling at him that everything is wrong right yeah just be like a real backhanded compliment yeah. of, a, of a win um Finally, I've noticed that everybody wants to hear from those that inhabit the house that ADC built. It's been a while. Uh, smartass Life Joe, all out heel Joe, says, So I'm listening to Wade Keller rant about the payoff of the Roman Reigns, Dana Bryan storyline. Wanted to know yours in Basement Steve's thought about it. Keep up the content. Hashtag Foundation Pride. Well, I think you heard that we thought it sucked. Steve, <laughs> what did you think of the Eric Rowan thing? I think anything Rowan sucks without a goddamn hammer on that bottom line. Stop <laughs> asking me about goddamn Rowan. It hurts my heart. Okay. Wow. That was Mary Carr. Yeah, it did. Mary Carr says, hey, what's Scott Hall been up to? What's he think about the OC being the only club that matters? <laughs> Hashtag just do tweets. Scott, what do you think? Hey, yo. Hey, Scott, how you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm not bad. How are you, man? Um, I'm all right. As far as the club goes, I got a problem with that claim, buddy. Okay, what's your problem? Listen, brother. You ever had a club sandwich? Yeah, a club Jesus. sandwich is just too sweet. Oh, boy. Hey, yo. You already <laughs> said, hey, yo. Sorry, man. I gotta go. The medium-sized man has stuff to do. Okay, Scott. Fuck, he is boring. Yeah, he's. Good I thought Lord. he was going to go hard on them for a second, and then he's just like, club sandwiches are good. Yeah. He's eventually going to turn into the bad guy again at some point right? oh yeah the bad guy will come back the bad guy will come back good yeah. lord yeah say hello to the nice guy oh fuck um <laughs> brian davis says hey adc and maddie just wondering if you can ask basement taker what his opinion is 
of The Fiend mm -hmm. and if he's interested in having a match against him. Well, is he here? Uh, what? Uh, I'm tired. Oh, there, there he is. <laughs> what do you think of The Fiend, Taker? I'm fiending for some more airtime, you bish. And goddammit, come fold these towels so I can rest in peace. Seriously, I hate staring at this mess. Weird. Um, what have you been up to, anyway? I've been trying to cleanse my soul of my match with Goldberg. You have any OxyClean? I guess we're just getting laundry jokes today. Try uh, any, that as well. any hot takes on All Out or KOTR? It's always hot in hell. Yeah. Undertaker. Yeah, no. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Did so, he just quote himself? Like, give himself a quote line? So, so no. Not really. I've just been trying to battle my way back to a StarCast paycheck. Rest in peace, you bish. Greatest striker in WWE history on his way back to the laundry room. Make way for the dead man. No. Today's what been interesting. The hell is happening? <laughs> Today's been really interesting. Last but not least, Clangy Poles says, Fiend, clang, 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 bitch. Clang, clang. <laughs> hashtag come get some. Hashtag can't mandible claw someone with no mouth. That is true. Well, we got to go. This, this is just too much. I can't handle this. <laughs> it's like, where are you going with this? I done? don't know. If you enjoyed the show, leave us a positive review. Follow us on Twitter at ADCs of Wrestling. Follow me at Andrew David Cox. Follow him at Matt the Markiest. And uh, we'll see you next week. Ball game. Peace. Hey yo, ba da 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 na 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 na.